Welcome back to another episode of We Watch, We Collect, presented by Believe Podcast Network, episode number 25. I remember this time. Episode number 25. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with just saying, you know, there's really not a lot to talk about in the baseball world, but I just found out some things happened today, which is today, which is Sunday, August 21st, day of recording. Um, there's a few stories that just happened that I really want to hit on a main story that I will start with that happened a couple of days ago. And I know I said in the beginning of this podcast, I'm not going to talk about, you know, players, personal lives and all that kind of stuff, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into a little bit of, you know, the Marcelo Zuna DUI that he got arrested for, but you know, that, that in itself is just its own thing. But like a whole just like stupid one an idiot, like it's not his first time, you know, being uh, being in, in trouble with authorities. Not his first time. He's got a domestic abuse charge. That was about a little over a year ago. But I'm going to get into Marcelo Zuna, uh, something that happened recently with the Yankees and Blue Jays game with Alec Manoa hitting judge and what it led to. And to a quote that I think is the most baller quote ever, not ever, but you know, pretty damn good quote that he said during Alec, Alec Manoa having a little press conference after the game and get into that a little bit. And then I'm, I'm going to talk about him. I'm going to talk about the Savannah bananas. I mean, if you don't follow the Savannah bananas on Instagram or just in general, you're you're really missing out. Those dudes make baseball so damn fun. I'm gonna get into it. A lot, of, a little history behind them. A lot of like the little shenanigans that those guys do. But that is a fun ass baseball team, the Savannah Bananas. If you don't follow them, follow them right now. I'm I'm gonna be talking to them toward the end of this toward the end of this episode. And then I'm gonna get into a little bit of standings check. A lot of the stuff that I want to do want to talk about with, you know, pertaining to certain teams is going on with what's going on with the standings right now. And a lot of teams are playing spoiler, man. And it's annoying. It is so annoying, especially for me, because my team is playing one particular team, the Orioles that are just that are just playing spoiler. I hope they're only doing it for the month of August, because at this point it is just so damn annoying and I want them to quit it already. I'm done with the Orioles. But anyway, let's 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 get into Marcelo Zuna and this Alec Manora Manoa story. Because I do I do have audio clips from both of them that I will play and share with you because I think they're both hilarious. But Marcelo Zuna gets arrested for a DUI four in the morning in Atlanta. That you know what? Say what you will, alright, about the guy. He's not very good. Hardly ever played last year because of his old domestic abuse charge. And he he isn't even the greatest player on the team right now. I mean, anyway, got arrested for a DUI at four in the morning. That is not even, you know, that in itself is just stupid. You know, what a damn idiot. Like, what are you doing, dude? Get that shit. All right, I, I don't know. I can't even say anything else. That's just stupid, all right? Just enough with that shit. Like, I don't know what's wrong with these players, the fact that they got to drive so late after a night out of drinking when they've got all the money to call an Uber and it would not cost them anything. But no, they choose to drive back to a hotel, which is probably not far to begin with. But you're going to get you're gonna get caught, man. And... It doesn't matter if you're on the Atlanta Braves or not. They're going to arrest you, okay? Especially for a DUI, endangering people, endangering yourself. All right, that type of shit is just not going to fight with anybody. But I'm going to play this audio real quick because I think it's really hilarious that he actually had to say this. But when he got arrested, he basically said that he I'm Ozuna with the Braves that's what he said 
So that is just funny, in my opinion. Like he has to pull that that I'm a professional baseball player card, so don't arrest me. You know, like I got money and I got shit to do. I got a team to play for. All right, dude, they're not gonna give a shit. All right, but here is the audio clip from the officer's um, point of view camera. I guess that he's got on his chest. But this this is the audio clip. So listen to this. Hey, the reason I'm stopping you, you're speeding on this road, boss. Really? Yeah, you're going pretty fast. Bro. You know what the speed limit is? No, bro. 45. Right, so 45, man, yeah. You also failed to maintain your lane when I passed you. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you're passing. Right. Sorry, my man. I appreciate it. Hey, whose uh, vehicle is this? I'm a man. That's yours. Let me, let me, let me, let me get so that's the audio clip. First off, as the audio clip's going on, like he's like, you could tell he's drunk. He has no idea what the officer is telling him that stay in his lane or whatever he's speeding. He's like, oh, no way. Like, really? All right, I'm sorry. And the thing that is funny about this video, if you haven't seen it, is when he and when he hands the officer, you know, his ID, he puts his driver's license under his MOB ID to make it seem like, dude, like I'm an MOB player first, man. Like you got to let me go. Like, nah, man, I didn't know what I was doing, but Hey, I I'm an MOB player. You got to let me go. He puts the ID in front of his driver's license. The officer does not care one bit. He grabs him. Like he, he tells him what he did wrong. And immediately when he looks at the IDs, he he's like, all right, I don't care about this one. Switch it over to your driver's license. That, that is hilarious. And then no, he's telling me, he's like, oh, you know how fast you're going? No, no, no. Of course you don't. You're not paying attention. You're drunk or whatever you're on. Driving under the influence. So whatever you're on, dude, I, whatever. He, he obviously didn't know. And then the f- funny part, a little bit else is the officer asks him, whose vehicle is this? And he says, mine. Like, like, fuck you. Like, what do you mean? It's mine. Which well, most likely is his. But I thought that was a little, you know, a little funny. But that's the audio from that whole thing. Now, this, this, you want to get even funnier? I got another audio clip to play for you. So, you know, he, he, he gets a little slap on the wrist per usual. You know, he is an MLB player. haha. But his first game back, um, it was today. I believe it was today. Yes, it was today. Atlanta Braves are in Atlanta. They're playing against the Houston Astros. And I believe it's his first at bat. His first at bat. He. He strikes out. And out of all the fans there, they boo him. And you know what? They have every right to like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like, don't be a damn idiot. What are you like? You're going to get booed, bro. And then you're playing against Houston, which that team still gets booed no matter what. And then you're getting booed by your own fans, man. That's embarrassing. Come on, Marcelo Zuna. What are you doing, dude? Like, but here, here's here's the audio clip from the fans getting booed. So he, he strikes out and immediately you can tell. That's embarrassing. That is really, really embarrassing. Oh, man. But that in itself is just like players out. Just don't be dumb. What are you all doing? I, oh, my gosh. That is just funny. And, you know, it's. It's not, it's, it's rare that these type of things happen, you know, but I'm not going to, like I said, I wasn't going to get into like the whole, like, you know, why is he out there, you know, drinking and driving? Like he, sh- he shouldn't, be. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lecture him, you know, because who the hell am I to lecture him? Not saying I'm out there drinking like, or driving and shit, but I'm saying who am I to lecture him? Like I'm just a, a little fan out here watching baseball and Braves are not even my team. I don't even care that much about them as a player anyway. So 
I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, he's bad for the game, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, I don't care. Like, I, I don't care. But that type of shit is just stupid in itself, okay? Players shouldn't be doing that shit. You got all all this money and you can't call an Uber driver, get your ass back to the hotel or home or wherever you're staying at. But you got to drive your ass back home because you want to get your vehicle. All right, who gives a shit? Don't endanger yourself. Don't endanger other drivers around you. Don't endanger people that are on the streets. All right, simple as that. Get that shit, get that shit out of here. All right, we, we don't do that type of shit. But you know what? As baseball, at least this is like the one few like really crazy things that do happen. Because in other sports, they got all kinds of shit happening over there. But I I ain't going to get into that. But anyway, that's Marcelo Zuna thing going on. Got arrested for a DUI, slap on the wrist, came back a few days later, was on the lineup, played against Houston. He strikes out, gets booed by his own Atlanta Braves fans. That is hilarious. And I actually made a comment on John Boy when they posted the clip that if he would have added, you know, the World Series champion Atlanta Braves, that he might have got away with it. You know, that's just a joke. And it got tons of likes on there. So that's hilarious. I mean, maybe he sh- maybe he should have added that. He might have got away with it. The officer would have been like, oh, dude, no way. You got a ring? Well, oh, yeah, bro. But I didn't do shit. But I got a ring. Yeah, that's probably what he would have added after that because he really didn't do shit for that team but anyway enough of Marcelo Zuna we got another little thing going on and this happened today on Sunday the 21st Yankees playing the Blue Jays Alec Manoa was pitching now this is the same Alec Manoa during the all-star game who was mic'd up you know, talking to John Smoltz, telling that, telling John Smoltz that he's sexy because he wants a, a slider down and in on a lefty. He was like, oh, you're sexy. He throws it. Like he's over there. That, that really made the highlight for the All-Star game because he was mic'd up. That, yes, that Alec Manoa. The, the, now, this this is funny to me like because, one, it's against the Yankees. I don't like the Yankees. I'm a Red Sox fan. I don't like the Yankees. So that's why it's really, really funny to me. What else is funny to me is the player on the Yankees dugout who decided to, you know, pump his chest a little bit. Isn't the first time, but it's what Alec Manoa said during the press conference that was really hilarious. But add a little caveat here. Uh, Alec Manoa's pitching. He hits Aaron Judge, you know, I believe in the elbow. Aaron Judge looks at him, and, you know, he, you know, as a lot of players do, like, like, he looks at him like, what the hell are you hitting me for? Like, dude, come on, like, what are we doing here? Alec Manoa tells him, you know, uh, that he said in his press conference, which I'll, I'll play the clip in a little bit, that he's working on his sinker. He hasn't had it, you know, in a couple of starts, and he he hits Judge, and rightly so. A sinker, a uh, righty pitcher on a righty batter goes on the inner half of the plate, and he drops down, down toward, you know, the knees of the hitter. So he lot he loses control a little bit, hits him in the elbow, and so he hits Judge. N- nothing mind that, like there was nothing going on. Judge wasn't like charging the mound or nothing. Alec Manoa rocks right up to him, and he says that hey, I didn't mean anything by it, and he believes that Judge believes him. Like all right, cool. What happened next is what is really funny because I saw the clip. Garrett Cole decides to come out of the dugout and wanting I I don't know what he's trying to do charge the mound at Manoa or want to exchange words at Manoa but he doesn't get that far that's the funny part like if you're gonna jump out of the mound dude and you know and want to say something or if if you're about that life and you're ready to throw some hands Garrett Cole they run all the way to the mound, dude. Don't let one little old coach or one little player block you and be like, oh, man, you're lucky. You're lucky this guy was in front of me. Dude, come on, bro. If you if you really wanted to do something about it, you would have ran out there and did something. But because you're a Garrett Cole making all this money, you got to keep yourself in check. or You don't want to get suspended, blah, blah, blah. But, oh, let me let me half-ass this shit to make it look like I care. 
Okay. So, but that's, that's not really the main, the main part of it. It's what Alec Manoa said during his press conference that really just made it all the funny. Cause you know, Alec Manoa, he, he talks his shit. He's going to talk his shit. So I'm going to have to check the, the schedule later on, but I hope I fucking hope that the Blue Jays play the Yankees again. And I hope it's at the Rogers Center. I hope, I hope, I hope, and I hope Garrett Cole pitches because he is going to get booed like crazy. I hope, I, I, God, I hope that happens. I'm going to have to check the, um, the schedule coming up later when I, when I do my standings check, but I will, I will check. I, I will for sure check. I have a feeling they might play each other again, but here is the press conference clip when Alec Manoa was asked about, you know, that whole hitting judge and then Garrett Cole coming out of the dugout thing. Uh, but here's a clip. I've been struggling with my sinker for about five, six starts now. And, um, I made a pitch and uh, obviously hit judge. And obviously uh, I looked at him and I said, man, you know, I'm not trying to do that. And I think he understood that. And um, I think if Garrett wants to do something, he can walk past the Audi side next up. Oh, man. If Garrett wants to do something, step back past the Audi sign this time. And when he means by the Audi sign, there's an Audi logo right in front of their dugout. And it's about right in a little before like the middle of their dugout and the actual foul line. It's like right in the middle. And he does not even go past it. He walks out and he gets stopped by, uh, I, I don't know who he gets stopped by, but he gets stopped by somebody. I'm I'm looking at the video clip right now. I'm, I'm, I'm checking to see who he actually gets stopped by. But he gets stopped right before he passes the Audi sign. So that's what he says. Like if uh, I believe it's their first base coach. I, I do not know who that is. But if Garrett wants to do something, he can walk past the Audi sign next time. Oh, shit. See, Alec Manoa is about that life. He'll be ready to throw some hands. He ain't scared. He ain't afraid of Garrett Cole. Who is afraid of Garrett Cole? Just recently, he threw a little temper tantrum in the dugout. Like, throwing his glove and hitting the top of the dugout saying, what the fuck? Oh my God. Like, you gotta be kidding me because he gave up four runs. They lost the game, but he's just a little, Oh man, Garrett Cole is just such a damn crybaby, And he's not about that life. He ain't, he ain't one to jump out of the dugout. Well, he is, but he ain't going to go very far. He He's not, he's going to wait till someone grabs him and then start walking back. And he, no one even really grabbed him. The first base coach just like kind of, like touched him and then Garrett Cole just rightfully turns around. He's like, all right, all right, I got stopped. I can't go any further. Dude, come on, man. Do something. All right. If you if you would have actually done something, then maybe there would have been a little bit of respect. I don't know. But I, I thought that was hilarious. Being the fact that uh, because it's, it was against the Yankees, it's just funny to me. Just so damn funny. But enough of all that, like, I, I don't know. It, that, that's, that's the rest of the story that I'm going to get into. But Alec Manoa, badass. During the All-Star game, mic'd up, badass. Badass again. And all because he basically just said, if Gary wants to do something, he can walk past the Audi sign next time. Alec Manoa's got that, got them hands. I know he does. He he looks like he does. Garrett Cole, nah. He he's a little baby. He don't he don't want that. He he doesn't want none of that. That's why he didn't get very far. He gets touched once by the first base coach, and he immediately turns around back to the dugout. I don't know, dude. But enough of Alec. Enough about that story. Uh, this podcast might be. This episode might run a little short. It might. It might. But another thing I want to get into. Well, before I get into, you know, a little bit of standings check and all that stuff, but real quick, before I get into that, um, Winton Bernard has been really killing it playing on the Rockies lately. Just today, he made a badass catch in center field. He's already stolen a couple of bags. He's got his RBIs in already. We're just waiting on that first homer by Winton Bernard, that very, very first homer. It, I, I, I hope it happens this year. I think it will. But we're just waiting on that first homer by Winton Bernard. But he's got everything already. He's got his hit. He's got his 
runs scored. He's got his RBI. He's got a stolen base. He's got a, he's already got a highlight reel of him jumping for a ball out in the outfield. He's he's got it all already. He's he just missing that homer, and I I, I believe he's gonna get it this year. I believe he will. I hope he does. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet that clip. I'm gonna post it on IG. I'm gonna congratulate him. All that stuff, you know. And one thing that I will bring up that I actually thought about, you know, like actually a couple of days when he actually got called up and I was at work when I thought about it was as he's playing, you know, this time I'm thinking to myself in in tops, probably series one or even in series two, there's going to be a rookie card of Winton Bernard, his first call up. There's going to be a rookie card of him. There has to be. He has to have that rookie card badge. It's his first call up. He's got to have it. And for sure, 100%, I will be going for that card. Whether I I, I buy product and I try to pull it myself or I'm going to buy it on eBay. But I'm going to try to pull it myself because it is it is more fun to, you know, to pull cards that you really want on your own like out of the blue from opening some packs and or some boxes. It's just that much more fun. So I for sure will be looking out for that 100%. Like, and I, I hope I'm not going to say I know because I don't know how everything works for tops, but I do hope that he has a rookie card a next year's product for 2023. And I will be going for that card because that it is just, it would just be cool, like not for, you know, future value, none of that shit, none of that. It's just because of the aesthetic, like I I, I not personally knew him, but, you know, I talked to him a few times in, in the clubhouse, watched him play here in Albuquerque, saw the moment that he got called up, saw all of his highlight reels that he's doing for the Rockies. I want his rookie card just as a sentiment, like just so I can have one. Most likely, maybe. Hope he does. He might have have some autographs in that product. Why wouldn't he? He was the most likely the biggest story in MLB. So, I will be going for that uh, that rookie card for Winston Bernard. But that's it. That's I really wanted just to touch on that. I wasn't even in my notes. I just was scrolling through some stuff, and I really wanted to hit on that real quick. But next thing I'm gonna get into. The Savannah Bananas. It, follow these guys on Instagram or wherever. Follow the Savannah Bananas. So a little backstory before I get into like what they're actually like, what actually makes them funny and fun to watch, and what makes them unique to all other baseball out there, is it, of course they're based in Savannah, Georgia. They're part of the Coastal Plain League in the, in the West Division. Founded in 2016, so they're relatively young, you know, six years, relatively young. But, you know, in that span of six years, they're already league champions three times. They won it their first year in 2016. Of course, they didn't win after that. There was probably no games in 2020. You know, there's nothing really going on in 2020. And they won in 2021, and they just won this year in 2022. League champions. And they're managed by Eric Burns, who, if you don't know who Eric Burns is, played on the Red Sox, and he was uh, analyst and host for MLB Network. That dude's personality really fits with the Savannah Bananas, because that dude will go off. And I'm not meaning in a bad way. I mean in a really good way. Like, he will talk about everything and anything. He's got such, like, great enthusiasm whenever he's talking about baseball he like whenever he puts his highlight reels when he did put his highlight reels for MLB Network oh man he would commentate them like there's no tomorrow Eric Burns is awesome that dude if 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 baseball had a personality I would hope that it would be Eric Burns that dude is badass he is awesome there was an episode MLB Network where they're doing a little home run derby and he's out there in a little wife beater Daisy Duke jean shorts and he has like high socks on and he's got a little mini helmet like not even a real helmet like the helmet you get like getting 
popcorn at the concourse and they'll put the popcorn in that helmet. A little plastic one. It's not going to do shit protecting you, but he has it on. And then he's, they're, you know, they're in Studio 42 in their little makeshift baseball field that they got. And they have a little mini home run derby. And that's what he's dressed like. Eric Burns is badass. And the reason why I say his personality fits his team is because they're a fun-ass baseball team to watch because of all the little shenanigans they do. They've got a guy in stilts, in tall-ass stilts, out in the batter's box taking at-bats. They've got a little warm-up process where it's not your typical, like, stand on this side, I stand on that side and play catch. No. Like, they're playing catch, but they're over there playing hacky sack with the baseball while playing catch and warming up. They've got badass celebrations, full-on celebrations, where everyone gets out of the dugout and they're celebrate right there in the batter's box. It's fun. They've got guys walking out with with flaming bats right on their at-bat. And their player intros, they've got guys, you know, up in the stands right on, like, like sitting on a freaking... On a, on a table, a closed table, and he's sliding down the steps. That's his player intro. Talk about fun. And I have written on here because I was like, I, ha- I had to get it out of my mind before I forget, but it is perfect description to suit them. They are the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. And, you know, they don't do it, you know, because of, like, that's their act. No, they do it because that's just how they are. Like, that's fun. And what I read online is that from for a hundred, I think I saw 150 games or more that they've played. They've sold out every single freaking game. That is crazy. If you haven't looked them up, look up the Savannah Bananas, bright ass yellow pants, yellow jerseys. You know, it's it's a collegiate league where a lot of uh, college athletes will get drafted and then they'll play in this league. But one thing I will look. I'll have to look up and check is if, if other teams are actually like fun like them in their own home, you know, in their own home uh, ballpark or if it's just them doing it. Because like even in, in single A, double A, triple A, Major League Baseball, even in D1 college, a lot of the shit they no, all the shit they do would not fly. There's no chance. You, you've got to look at the shit that they type that they do, man. They're, they have badass little intros. They got their like catchers doing backflips right before like a little warm up, like right before the inning starts. He does a backflip, throwing it down to second base. These guys are just literally, literally having fun. Like if they were 11, 12 years old, these guys are hilarious. Like you got to go to their Instagram, look at all their videos. They're just, damn, they're just so damn fun to look at. Like you would think, damn, I wish, you know, Major League Baseball was this fun. But it probably never will be because it's, it's a business, you know, it's it's for real, it's not for fun, it's, you know, big money. So, you know, these guys can do it because they can get away with this shit. Like, you've got, like, like their first base coach is doing little dances, looking look like Michael Jackson. Like, he, he's over there distracting the team, doing moonwalks right down near the foul line, you know? Doing the Michael Jackson tippy toe. That shit's hilarious, man. I'd be dying in the stands if I was watching these guys. This these guys are hilarious, man. Like, they've got like a little like like intro, like a guy like coming out of the dugout. He's got like a shark fin on his head. They've got like a blue tarp, like he's coming out of the water. He comes out right when he's gonna have bat, and then he he like cheers at the crowd, gets like his batting helmet and then he goes up to bat like who who does that shit that is just so damn fun like oh shit like damn like if if like the next thing they have to do is like they got to do this like as a travel thing like they, they would really be the harlem globetrotters of baseball if they just have the team together travel play a game you know, like maybe amongst themselves, a little scrimmage game, but do fun shit, get involved with the crowd, like have all this fun. Like, I don't know why other teams are not doing like this because Savannah Bananas are really the the more popular team that you see in highlights, especially 
especially with the guy that's in tall stilts taking at bats with freaking stilts on, you know, 15 feet. His head is 15 feet above the ground and he's always standing freaking tall in the box. It's just so damn fun, man. Like I, I, I watch their videos for a really long time. I'll just sit there and watch. You got a guy right there on the field, right before has that bat, just deadlifting with the weights. He drops it, looks at himself like all badass, and then he walks up to the plate to take his at-bat. That is hilarious. And you got to think, is this league like that? Like, are they a fun league? So I I might have to do a little more research that maybe other teams do that. I might have to look them up, follow the other teams, and see what they're doing because if they're doing everything like these guys are, like, that is just hilarious. And not only are they doing fun shit on the field, they're over there making music videos, like in the car wash. They're over there doing fun shit, man. Oh, man, this this is just hilarious. Follow, follow the Savannah Bananas on Instagram. Go through all their videos. They're, they're just a fun-ass dudes to watch, man. Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. We need more of that shit. Like, they, they, I don't know, they need to travel, like, Get on a bus, travel, sell tickets. Like, hey, we got a fun little show for you guys. Not only are we going to play baseball, but we're going to have fun with it. We're going to have fun player intros. We're going to get involved with the crowd. We're going to, like, do backflips on the field. We're going to dance like Michael Jackson on the the foul line. Like, that's just hilarious, man. Like, I, I don't know what else I can say. Like, these guys are just so damn funny. But not only do they do fun shit. Like, I hope I hope you're not thinking, oh, they're just a highlights videos of funny shit. No, they got highlights of some good ass plays, too. There's some highlights of some diving catches, some good glove flips. They've got that shit, too. But I mean, if you want a good laugh on the type of shit they're doing, then go to the, go to their Instagram, go follow those guys and just look at the past years. I could sit there and go through all videos. It's just so damn funny. Or look them up on YouTube. I'm 100 percent sure they're on YouTube. 100% sure. Look up the Savannah Bananas. If you don't know about them, now you do. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go comment laughing emojis on their page. I don't care. But go follow these guys. They're hilarious, man. And you know what? I'm going to make it a goal now. I have so many things I want to do watching baseball. I want to go to the spring training game, Arizona Fall League. Now I'm going to have to add go to a Savannah Bananas baseball game in the future. And actually experience all the fun shit that they do because that looks so damn fun and there's a reason there's probably a reason why they're always sold out and i want to find out why so go follow the savannah bananas because they're a fun ass account to watch they're fun ass dudes to watch just just go watch go go look up the savannah bananas on on anything i'm pretty sure they're on anything Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. I'm sure they're on everything. Go follow Savannah Bananas. And this isn't even like no, like me, like hoping they know I talk about them. Like, I don't care. No, I'm talking about them because that shit is funny. It's hilarious. It's badass, whatever they do. And I hope that, you know, like not everything, all the fun shit they do, but, you know, a little bit of some of it, you know, can get implemented in, you know, a little bit of AAA and, Maybe not MLB, but double and triple A, you know, triple A has its things where a lot of things are fun. You know, they got giveaways. They live on giveaways and, you know, crazy jerseys and things like that. Maybe they should take a page out of Savannah Bananas book. Do some fun shit. Get the crowd really involved, not just by giveaways. Take notes. Take notes on Savannah Bananas. They're hilarious. Leading right after that, we're going to get into little bit of a standings check and no I didn't forget I will it'll be the first thing I'm going to check right now is if the Toronto Blue Jays play the New York Yankees in the coming future and I'm I'm looking right now actually I'm actually on the Yankees schedule right now and leading into September oh my god they do the New York Yankees play the Toronto Blue Jays again for a three-game set in Rogers Center, exactly what I want, on Monday, September 26th, through Wednesday, September 28th. 
They got a three-game set, and that is actually their second-to-last series because right after that, they got the Orioles for three, and then their last game of the season, they're playing it in Arlington, Texas against the Texas Rangers on October 3rd, and that is their last game. So I'm going to look forward to that game, and I hope, I really hope that Garrett Cole pitches for that game. You know, it's going to be hard to determine that right now because, you know, it's quite a ways away, but I damn, I sure hope that Garrett Cole pitches that game. I sure damn hope so. But I'm going to take a quick look at the standings real quick. We have, I'm going to, well, I'm going to go division. I'm going to go by division first. I'm going to start in the, in the National League because it's actually a little bit interesting. Um, I'll start with the NL East. Uh, the Mets are still in first, 79 and 44. You know, they're almost to 80 wins. And they have the Atlanta Braves right behind them at 75 and 48, four games behind, which Atlanta Braves actually kind of caught up to them because they uh, recently had a series win against the New York Mets, playing them for, I believe it was four games, and they took three out of four. So they kind of gained a little a little headway for them. So, you know, good for them, good for Atlanta. And, well, going back to uh, the division, uh, I'm just going to go over the top two teams because, you know, a lot of t- a lot of teams will only matter if they're in the wild card. So we'll just go over the top two teams. NL Central, we got the St. Louis Cardinals, 69 and 51. Right behind them, we have the Milwaukee Brewers at 64 and 56, five games behind. Uh, in the in- NL West, we got the L- L.A. Dot- Damn, I can't talk. LA Dodgers at 84 and 36. They have the most wins in Major League Baseball. And they're the only team to 80 wins, actually, which is damn, that's crazy. Holy shit. The next team I think that's closest are the Houston. No, that's actually New York Mets. They're at 79 wins. So they need one more. Um, but back to back to the Dodgers. 84 and 36. The Padres are 68 and 56. 18 games behind them. But when we get to the wildcard standings, that might look a little differently. But anyway, going to the American League. In the American League East, we have the New York Yankees sitting in first at 74 and 48. And the Tampa Bay Rays at 65 and 55 and eight games behind. Eight games behind, you know, a lot of people might think, well, that's still like a good lead. They can hold on to it. You know, Yankees haven't been doing that well lately. And they had a double-digit lead throughout the whole season, like 15 games plus, and now that's cut in half because of their little down streak they got going. So with a month and a half left, a ball left, eight games seems like a very small number, in my personal opinion. That's a very small number because six, like 15 games plus just got cut in half in a matter of a few weeks. That's baseball. That's fucking baseball. Um, AL Central, we got the Guardians, 64 and 56. They have the the worst record, I guess, in the American League for a first place team. Right behind them, we have the uh, Minnesota Twins at 62 and 57. One and a half came back. And just to add it on, the White Sox are 62 and 59 and two and a half games back. So, AL Central's pretty damn close right now. Can't call it yet, but it's pretty damn close. AL West, we have the Houston Astros in first at 78 and 45. And then the Seattle Mariners at 66 and 56. And they are 11 and a half games back. But I mean, you know, I'm I'm only looking ahead, you know, as a what if. But if 15 games back can get cut in half in a matter of weeks, 11 and a half games back can get cut in half also but I do believe the Houston Nationals are the better team between them and the Yankees but that's just me but right now we're going to get into the actual like nitty and gritty of it is the standings on the wild card right now as of right now who who is sitting pretty who is sitting you know like oh shit are we going to make it or not and we'll start with the we'll start with the National League again we have in the first wild card spot we have the Atlanta Braves with an eight game lead so you know they're sitting as a terms of a playoff like 
hopes, they're sitting really pretty right now. With an eight-game lead in a, in a wild card, for a wild card spot, and you know only four games behind on the Mets, as long as they're winning, they're, they're going to the playoffs. You know, Atlanta Braves, I'm not saying they have nothing to worry about, but they're sitting kind of pretty right now. You know, they're sitting good. They feel good. As long as they play good ball, you know, and don't lose eight in a row, they're sitting good right now. And here's where it gets interesting. In the second wild card spot, we have the San Diego Padres. In the third wild card spot, we have the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, the Padres are only separated by a half game from third place. Right below the Phillies, at a game and a half behind, we have the Milwaukee Brewers. And then the Giants at six games. So, it, you know, I'm not, I'm not counting the Giants out by, by any means. I'm not. But if you're to look at it, it's going to come down to the Brewers and the Cardinals, how they can play against each other, and the Padres if they can hold on to that spot. Because with Tatis no longer playing for the rest of this year and next year, you know, they're, they got to hold on. They got to cling on with their fingers on that last second spot, on that wild card spot. Because they will have the second or third place. They will not have first. Atlanta or the Mets will have first. Like when you when you come down to it, it's Atlanta or the Mets. They will have the first place wild card spot. Both of those teams will end up in the playoffs because I don't see the Mets losing a playoff spot. I really, really don't. I'm rooting. I'm really rooting for the Mets. Shout out Casey Stern. I'm really rooting for the Mets. But it's really interesting that the second, third wild card spots are really so damn close, and the Brewers are not far behind. And going, sorry about that, going back to, you know, the division, the Brewers are five games behind the Cardinals, you know, but Cardinals are playing good ball. Arenado and an MVP candidate, most likely winner, Paul Goldschmidt, so damn good right now. They're doing so damn good. Arenado making diving plays from third, you know, it's nothing new, but he just makes it look so damn good. You know, they're looking good. So, it's very interesting what's going to come down to, you know, keep an eye out for the National League in the middle of September. Middle of September, there's a good chance that the Dodgers will already clinch. And also, they might be the only team that might clinch in the middle of September. They might be the only team. And I'm going to say that they might be the only team even in all of baseball. I'm going to have to jot that down. That the... Los Angeles Dodgers will be the only team to clinch their division in all of baseball by the middle of September. And I guess I'm going to give a date. I'm gonna, You know what? I'm going to look the calendar real quick. I'm going to give a just a random ass date. I'm going to be I'm going to say by September 16th that Dodgers will already clinch their division. That's that's my take. That's that's my prediction. By September 16th, Dodgers will already clinch their division quote that but back to the standings right now that's what the National League is looking like uh all in all Atlanta Braves are looking kind of pretty looking good uh let's go to the American League and then we'll finish off this this uh this episode here we got in the first place wild card spot we have the Tampa Bay Rays holy shit okay this is Okay, wow, this is pretty interesting. There is a th- three-way tie for first for wild card spots in the American League between the Tampa Bay Rays, the Toronto Blue Jays, and the Seattle Mariners. But Seattle Mariners only have a .001% difference in win percentage and they're at .541. Uh Tampa and Toronto are 542. They're all in the wild card spot. American League is the closest with a lot of teams and a wild card spot. They have more teams fighting for a wild card spot than the National League do because the Twins are two and a half games back from a spot. The damn Orioles, who I'm going to get into in a little bit, are three games back. The White Sox are three and a half games back. 
and my Red Sox are five and a half games back. Now, the damn Baltimore Orioles. What the hell are you doing winning games? That's not your M.O. Stop winning games. Stop playing spoiler. You're not a team that's supposed to be on top playing spoiler. I understand that the Twins and the White Sox are up there, and we are, but the Orioles should not be up there. I'm sick and tired of the Orioles playing spoiler right now. And we're actually playing the, the Orioles right now, and they're up right now, 5-2, to two, top of the ninth, which fucking sucks. Because if we lose against them, that's a series win for them. And that's so dumb. I hate that. Because then we have a juggernaut of teams. We have a three-game set against the Blue Jays, a three-game set against Tampa, and then another three-game set against Minnesota Twins. I I don't... Oh, man. I'm not, I'm not comfortable with where we're headed. Not where we are. I'm, I'm fine. But where we're headed, I'm looking ahead. It's it not making me all butterflies in my stomach. It's not. It has me really nervous, but... I believe in this team. I believe in this 2022 team. I believe we're a playoff team. I believe we're a playoff contender. There's a difference. There's a difference between you're a playoff team and you're a playoff contender. We're a playoff contender. I believe in this team. I really, 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 really do. But Orioles need to stop playing damn spoiler and stop being annoying and quit it already, okay? Yeah, you're, that's enough. So let's just hope this is just an August thing. And September, they go back to losing, you know, 29 in a row. And then they're back down to last place. Okay? Like, I'm done with the damn Orioles. Sick and tired of them already. Done. Enough about that. We have... Uh, Xander Bogart just hit a solar home run, by the way. Love him. He's a free agent. Uh... That's the one thing I... Okay, speaking of free agents, I there are a lot of free agents at the end of the season. Xander Bogarts, you know, being one of them. But I... I'm going to try to get someone on the show where I could talk free agents with. Because I, I would like someone to bounce off me and vice versa. So, next episode, I'm going to get into a little bit more free agency and hobby related things because just real quick want to touch on it really quick because Fernando Tatis Jr. is no longer playing this year and will miss 42 games next year his prices for his cards have plummeted by a ton since his suspension and his PED use and all that stuff that's been going on his prices have gone way down way down as per usual, I everyone, well, not everyone, but I suspected them too. And I actually kind of predicted it at the beginning when I first talked about it. Tatis fall and Judge rise. Judge's stuff is going up and Tatis stuff was already going down to begin with. I, I remember saying that in an episode. So just wanted to touch on that real quick. But that's that's mainly it for all the standings going uh, going on right now. A lot of teams, well, not a lot, but, you know, in the American League, a lot of teams are hunting for a wild card spot. So it's going to get interesting how the rest of August plays out. And September is crunch time. That's my crunch time month. I split my months up for baseball like this. I pay attention for April and May to see how the teams are, to see what we're looking like, players. I kind of calm down through June and July, but... I pay attention more in July, you know, with the uh, with the uh, trade deadline and whatnot. But June and July are kind of not cool down, but you know, sit back, let things play out because it's not playoff time yet. It's the middle of the season, so you kind of just sit back. August and September are my crunch time months. Those are months where you gotta win series, you gotta win games got to get the lead if, if you're in, in a position for a playoff spot that's how I separate my months April and May sit back June and July no uh, April and May 
Like pay attention, June and July, sit back, August, September, crunch time. And then of course when October rolls around, it's it's fucking postseason. All right. It's it's different atmosphere. It's a different feeling. It's not regular season anymore. All those regular season numbers are out the window when playoff season starts. Or when not season, playoff time starts. Whatever. So yeah, that's how I separate my months. And August, September, September's coming up, it's crunch time months. Let's get this shit going, Red Sox. Gotta win series. Gotta win games. I don't want I don't want more losing streaks. I don't want August I no, I want August and September's to be filled with more highs than lows. That's what I want for the Red Sox for the rest of August and the coming of September. But that's all I got for this episode. Made it 50 minutes. Not bad, you know, for not having a lot to talk about. But next episode, I'm going to get into, hopefully have someone on that could bounce off with me with, you know, a little bit of free agent talk. Uh, I'm going to get into a little bit more hobby things going on right now because we got some products out. Diamond Icons is out and that product is hot right now. $2,300 a box. No, is it Diamond Icons? No, yeah, it is Diamond Icons. Yeah, it's about $2,400, $2,300 a box. That's coming out. Tops Chrome, I believe, got delayed. That'll be coming out, I believe, next month, this September. Uh, I'm going to hop on that for sure. And I believe that's a lot of the products that are out. Of course, it's toward the end of the season, so a lot of products are already out, you know, and circling around. So it's not till the end end of the season where you know like tops update comes out and like heritage and all that kind of the other stuff come out. So I'll be looking out for that. So next episode will be a little bit more of free agent talk and more hobby related. And hopefully I can have someone on uh, for the next episode that we can actually talk about that stuff because it'll be interesting. I would like you know someone else's perspective or someone else's uh, opinion on where some of these players might end up. Because I have my own, but I would like to bounce off someone and vice versa. But thank you again for, uh, oh my gosh, Red Sox just lost, so Baltimore wins the series. Damn it! Anyway, thank you for listening to episode number 25, We Watch, We Collect. Thank you to Believe Podcast Network. And thank you all for whoever listens to this episode. And I'll catch you in the next one.